Good morning and happy Saturday, March 14, 2020. Wow, what a week it has been here in the United States and throughout the world as news of the coronavirus pandemic continues to spread. Yesterday in Washington, D.C., the President of the United States of America, Donald John Trump, held a press briefing where he announced that he was declaring a national emergency, not unlike other world leaders have done in Italy and throughout Europe and, of course, in China and other provinces that have been deeply impacted with this virus. The coronavirus knows no gender, no race, no socioeconomic status. It ranks from Tom Hanks, a world-famous actor and Academy Award winner that we all love, to the wife of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, to uh, sports figures and basketball players and homemakers and school teachers and elderly citizens in their nursing homes. Seattle, Washington, of course, hit hard. California hit hard. New York hit hard. Uh, Some of our biggest states in the United States have been devastated by this virus. The rest of us here in Virginia, in Maryland, in the District of Columbia, where we are the heartbeat of the federal government, we've been more lucky. We have less than a dozen cases in each place, but emergencies have been declared nonetheless. This crisis is going to take a toll on us, no matter whether it lasts for two weeks or two months. But I wanted to just opine a little bit on this Saturday morning, on Saturday Thoughts, which is my new segment that we do every Saturday to catch you up on the news from the week before, but also to encourage and inspire. And I was thinking a lot about this moment. This is a moment the world has not seen since 1918, which is just around the time of World War I, a global pandemic, killed tens of millions of people. It was something that history records as one of the most devastating outbreaks of a virus ever known in recorded history of man. I don't believe and I hope and pray not that this virus will come anywhere near that virus of 1918. But I do believe that God, as one of my best friends said to me, is trying to get our attention, Sophia. And I couldn't agree more. Now, I don't believe that God Uh, puts pandemics on us or causes hurt, harm, or danger. I believe we can do that all by ourselves. I believe that sometimes it's nature's kickback. Sometimes it's just what it is. I haven't felt a moment like this since September 11th, 2001. I remember that morning well. I remember getting up. I remember making my coffee in my then townhouse in Alexandria. And I remember my sister-in-law calling and saying, you need to turn on the Today Show. And I remember saying to her, I can't, I have to go to Capitol Hill, I have a hearing with Senator Kennedy and First Lady Laura Bush. And I was picking up a guest who was going to testify from Pennsylvania. I worked on the Hill at that time. And of course, I never made it that day because the second plane hit and we all knew what was happening. Our pagers were going off. I'll never forget the eeriness and the silence of that day after it was all over and the Pentagon was literally two minutes from my house down the street. I have video of the Pentagon burning uh, just moments after it was struck by one of the planes that came out of Dulles Airport. The plane carrying Barbara Olson, who was uh, one of my former bosses on the Government Reform and Oversight Committee. And I bring that up because this morning when I woke up in my beautiful neighborhood of 
Loudoun County, Virginia. I live in a golf course community and it's dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. There are no children playing. There are no dogs out. There are no people talking. It's quiet and it's a beautiful spring morning and it's quiet. It's silent. And I thought back to September 11th and I remembered what it felt like that day at the end when you could drive throughout Washington, D.C. on 395 or on the highways near Pentagon City, and it was silent. And so here we are again, and as I think about that, I'm thinking about God this morning, and what is it that God is trying to tell us? Well, I have a few thoughts, and then the message is yours. First, before I get to that, I want to say to every one of you that listens, thank you. I want to say to every one of you that follows me and buys my books and retweets my tweets and and that do all the things that you do, thank you. Uh, These are going to be tough economic times for all of us. About five of my paid speaking engagements throughout March and April have been canceled. Uh, Probably won't be um, restored until maybe the fall, if ever. Um, For people like me that are small business owners and that have five different streams of income, these will be challenging times. I'm a good saver. Uh, We're kind of preppers in my house, so we're going to be okay. But I'm praying for other small business owners and others who will be impacted by this greatly. No one will leave this untouched. Industry has come to a halt in many cases. Retail, uh, entertainment, sports, Uh, All we have left, as someone said, is Netflix and, of course, each other. So a couple thoughts, and then uh, my message will be done and the day will be yours. Uh, Number one, how to keep you and your family safe from the coronavirus. I got this from the CDC. It was reprinted by USA Today this morning. Number one, wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Number two, avoid close contact with people who are sick. Number three, don't touch your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough. Number four, clean household objects and surfaces. And number five, don't hoard face masks and gloves, water, other essentials. Not having enough for healthcare workers puts their lives at risk. Those are some simple things we can do to help each other and to be respectful of our community at this time. But let me say what I think God is trying to tell us. Number one, I think God is trying to tell us to slow down. And I think he's trying to tell us to pay attention to the world that we live in because it matters. And as I was reflecting on this moment and 9-11 and just what's the lesson I'm supposed to learn? Because I'm one of those people as a person of faith that believes we always need to be learning lessons. There's always a lesson for us to learn. And I hearken back to one of my favorite presidents, John F. Kennedy, and his words from his famous American University speech that he gave in 1963 at commencement, just months before he died. And he said this at the very end, for in the final analysis, our most basic common link is that we all inhabit this small planet. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's future and we are all mortal. President Kennedy could not have been more on point. And I wanna remind us of his words this morning that we are mortal that we all breathe the same air, that we all inhabit this planet, that we all love our families, we all love our communities, our church communities, our neighborhoods, our, our, our colleagues at work, and we have to take care of each other. This is not a time to be angry. This is not a time to lash out. 
This is not a time to be selfish. This is a time to donate to food banks, as I did and many did yesterday. We're going to go shopping today and take supplies over to our church food bank here in Loudoun County at Community Church. We have the second largest food bank, and we're going to make sure that we are helping those who are less fortunate. Uh, See how you can help some elderly neighbors. Call elderly members of your family who may live alone and who may be isolated. Make sure that someone can check on them, take care of them. Brothers and sisters, my fellow Americans, we're only going to get one life, just one. And I would suggest we begin to reflect on what we're spending that time on. Are we connected? Do we spend time with our spouses, our kids, our loved ones? Do we have family members we don't even speak to anymore because we got pissed off about something or something upset us? Maybe it was something really big. Maybe it was legitimate. Maybe it's time to sit down over a cup of coffee and try to talk it out. And if you can't, maybe you need a third party to help you. What is it that really matters at the end of the day? I think President Kennedy got it right. His speech, if you were ever to read it, and it's one you should listen to because it was one of his best ever. He was talking about world peace and about the fact that both the United States and the Soviet Union had the ability at that time to annihilate life from the planet with nuclear weapons. He was making a point that we need to find a peace, a way to exist and coexist with one another, to embrace our diversity as human beings, not just in our color or our gender, but in our humanity, the way we worship, the way we live, the way we cook the way we build, the way we love, all of those things make us different. But in the final analysis, we're the same because we're human and we do breathe and we do live and we do love. And at the end of the day, folks, we do die. So let's not let this virus scare us. Let's not let this virus change too much about us. Let's lift, let's reach higher, let's be better. Let's love harder, let's be kinder. That's how we'll beat the coronavirus. Some of us will get it. Some will tragically die from it. But if we can take a moment and stop and just stop and listen for what the message is in this moment. It's the same message of folks 102 years ago when this virus broke out in 1918. The message is slow down. Take care of yourself. Be a guardian of your health, of your children's health, of your loved one's health. Spend time, laugh, see this amazing world that God has. Because no day is promised, no moment is promised. The rest of this day isn't promised to me or to you or to anyone else. We are fragile, we are flesh and blood, and we are uh, human beings that are in need of nothing more and nothing less than love, respect, and somebody who believes in us. So my Saturday thought is that the best way for us to beat this coronavirus, the best way for us to survive this global pandemic is to do what the CDC tells us and the World Health Organization, to laugh. And every one of you should go and watch the video of the Italians in Rome singing from their balconies spontaneously, opening their windows and just singing a wonderful Italian song as their quarantine And the streets of Rome are silent. Rome, one of the great old ancient cities of this world, silent, like many other cities throughout the world on this day. But they broke into song. 
They're clapping and they're laughing. You can get the video anywhere. It went viral because it reminds us of the best of us, the goodness in us, the kindness in us, the blessing of us. I love you guys. I thank you for uh, this amazing one life that we get. May we use it well. May we cherish it. May we use it as a blessing to our families and to others. God bless you and God keep you on this Saturday, March 14th. We will get through this better, stronger, wiser together. Good morning. This is your host, Sophia Nelson. It's Thursday, March 19, 2020. And I wanted to get on and do a podcast this morning. I usually do not broadcast on Thursdays, but it's uh, Thursday Thoughts. And uh, it's always one of my favorite hashtags on social media. People are always inspirational in the morning time and throughout the day with these hashtags of Wednesday Wisdom and Thursday Thoughts and I wanted to let you all know I'm thinking of you today and that we will get through this. We will get through this. I know I'm getting texts. I see it on social media. Uh, Many people have been shut in now for about a week. Uh, A lot of people working from home. Uh, Kids are home now indefinitely, Uh, maybe even for the rest of the school year. And I know that uh, all of us are trying to wrap our heads around this. My oldest niece came home from college in California and We're not sure if she's going back in the fall, whether or not they're going to have classes. Uh, My youngest niece graduates high school in June. Will there be a graduation service? University of Virginia, Howard University have canceled their May commencements. People's income is being cut literally in half. Uh, People being laid off. Uh, This has already hit our family with some relatives that have uh, been laid off and are looking for work. I went to Starbucks yesterday, and uh, again, every day I try to support local businesses here in Northern Virginia where I live, uh, whether by ordering something or by uh, going out through drive-thru and getting Chick-fil-A or some lemonade or some coffee, something uh, to try to support because all of our restaurants here are on uh, lockdown from being, uh, you can't dine inside, but you can do takeout. And so we're all trying to do our part to support local businesses. But I have to tell you, I was talking with the manager of Starbucks yesterday and he was clear to me that their revenues have been cut in half uh, daily of what they normally do. So they're not sure how long they're going to stay open. Folks, this is as real as it gets. The UK has now, uh, you know, gone on lockdown like other countries in Europe. Uh, Their uh, prime minister is considering pulling their kids out of school as over 100 countries have done. Canada and the U.S. closed our border Uh, yesterday. The president of the United States announced that that was going to happen. Um, None of us knows what to do. None of us has ever seen anything like this in our lifetime. This is a global pandemic. The last time this happened was in 1918. They did not have technology then. They did not have instant news then. I've really been thinking about what that must have felt like for all of them Uh, over 102 years ago when people didn't communicate the way we do now and people didn't have access to what we do now. They probably had no idea how devastating this was. They weren't prepared, and that's why so many millions of people died. Um, I am optimistic that that will not happen here. I am optimistic that 
the loss of life will be uh, at a minimal. I am so grateful for our first responders who are the true heroes and patriots right now. Uh, we're up to almost 10,000 cases here in the United States. We expect that number to continue to rise as they do more testing and we are behind where South Korea and other countries were. Italy um, experienced something like almost 500 deaths yesterday alone uh, and they have been on lockdown for a while. So this is for the long haul. This is not something we're going to get through quickly. And I just wanted to get on and, and doing what I like to do in the world, be an encourager. I wanted to give you some tips on how to help you get through cabin fever, how to get through this, how to help you be in a household full of people, whether it's you and your kids and your spouse, the dog, maybe your parents live with you now, maybe you're uh, a caretaker for your parents, maybe you're single, divorced, widowed, you're by yourself, uh, or you've got nieces and nephews, you have people that are living with you who might have been displaced by unemployment, etc. Whatever the case, I got some tips that I want to help you with, and I hope that you will really put them into practice because I'm being vigilant about doing that every day. I've started the ladies prayer group, which we're going to make um, public soon. I'm going to get my guy to make a graphic. And so we'll do a call in number where you can just talk and um, hear some inspiration. And I'm trying to set that up so that it makes sense. I, um, I wanted to just share these nuggets with you, though. So number one, if you're writing these down, you want to put them on the refrigerator, you want to put them in your journal. Let's do this. Number one, have a morning ritual just for you. Now, guys, this is good for you, as good as it is for us ladies. If you are the sole breadwinner, if you are the main heartbeat of your house, you need to have some you time now that the kids are home every day, all day for the foreseeable future. You got dogs, you got grandmom and grandpa. You have to make sure everybody's fed and cared for. And, and kids require a lot of attention, right? I remember when my nieces were babies and they would stay with me in the summertime. And, you know, they, they wanted to crawl on my head in the morning. They needed to be cuddled. They needed to have their breakfast made. They needed to watch Shark Tales or Nemo or The Prince of Egypt, whatever they were watching at the time. They needed to be stimulated all the time. And by the time I looked up, it was noon and they had to have baths and then they needed to eat again and they needed a snack and then they were bored and they needed to do something else. So it can be an all day affair, particularly for those of us who work from home and are entrepreneurs and we are earning income that way. We have to be mindful that we have to make time for work and we have to make time for family. So I wanna encourage you to get up an extra 30 minutes early before your household wakes up. Get some candles, burn the candles, do some yoga, do some stretching, do your morning exercise. I have a Peloton, I'm on my way down there now. I'm a little late because I slept in. I haven't slept in weeks. I finally slept for about 13 hours. Uh, journal with your coffee, with your tea, with your morning drink. Pray, walk the dogs, just you and the dogs, go for a walk, it's quiet in the morning. Create a safe place for you as the mom, as the dad, as the caregiver, grandparent, aunt, uncle, whoever you are, take care of you first. Self-care cannot be understated in this time. Number two, keep your mind strong. It is important to do things that keep your mind engaged. Read books you've been wanting to read. Play chess. Do crossword puzzles or write that book you've always wanted to write. This is a great time to start on something for you. Number three, exercise. You have got to exercise. Now that we are shut in, uh, people's tendency is going to be to lounge around, to sit and to lay down. And that is a great way to pick up weight 
and not be where you want to be by the time summer rolls around. So exercise at least 20 minutes a day by walking. Folks, you're allowed to go out. You can walk. Social distancing requires that we not be around other people, particularly in groups larger than 10 or more. So you can walk. You can walk with your ladies in the neighborhood. You guys can walk up to the Starbucks drive through and get your coffee and support a local business while exercising. You can do cycling, uh, rowing, lifting, stretching, anything you can think of. You can go ahead and do that, but get some exercise, lift some weights, tone your arms, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, exercise at least 20 minutes a day. Number four, resist the temptation to binge watch TV and eat all day. Folks, this is a good way to put a lot of weight on you. You'll end up 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds or more heavier when this is all over. And it's harder to take it off than it is to put it on. Resist the temptation to lay around and eat all day. You need to instead make sure that you're eating healthy. I love veggie straws. I love uh, the light popcorn, the skinny pop. Um, uh, drink a lot of water. You got to stay hydrated, right? All of that will help. You can have a snack, have some carrots and some ranch dip, um, eat some broccoli and some ranch dip, uh, eat some salsa, eat things that are healthy snacks, not a box of candy, a box of chocolate, uh, you know, donuts, all those things. They look yummy in the store, but they're going to mess you up later. Don't do it. Number five, Use your phone as a device for good. Use your phone as a means of communication, FaceTime, uh, texting, positive things, Zoom, whatever to reconnect with family and friends so that you can actually look at each other. You can actually have a conversation. You can laugh. Then you're not isolated socially. Number six, pray, meditate. This is so important. You have to stay emotionally centered at a time like this. Stay positive or you will start to fall into depression and feelings of loneliness and isolation. And that's right where you don't want to be. Prayer, read your Bible. If you haven't read the Bible in a long time, I know I'm going to do it. Start from the beginning in Genesis, go to the end of Revelation. Read their great uh, women's Bibles, men's devotionals. You can order one off of Amazon. They'll have it to you tomorrow. And you can begin a 365-day journey from today forward of positivity, of faith, and encouragement. Number seven. Being shut in does not mean we cannot visit our neighbors across the back fence. You know, I can stay on my side of the fence. I can wave you. We can have a conversation with you on your side of the street, me on my side of the street. We can go for a walk, as I mentioned. You can have small groups of people, uh, particularly people who you've already been exposed to that you know are not sick, your neighbors, your family, your friends. Um, The goal is not to have groups of 10 or more, right? But the other thing that's important is to stay connected. We are all human and we need to stay connected. Number eight, and this is the final point. If you have kids or you have your parents living with you or both, create schedules for them. Create schedules. This checklist works for them as well as for you. Make sure that people in your household, we're blessed. We have a big house and there's only a few of us in here. Uh, If you have a smaller home or an apartment and space is an issue, you've got to figure out ways to create silos of uh, sanctuary for yourself, for grandma, grandpa, for hubby, for kids, for the dogs. And you got to make sure that you're keeping stress, arguing, fighting. Kids are going to fight. Keep that to a minimal because it's not healthy for you at this time. It it leads to uh, there are going to be a lot of episodes of sadly 
domestic violence and other things that will happen during this time where people are shut in because people who are used to moving fast, working all the time, not talking, not connecting, are stressed, they're fearful, they're on edge. And if people don't know how to have good emotional intelligence and manage their emotions well, they're going to find themselves uh, in a lot of anger and stress and they're gonna take that out on others and that is not what you want in your home. Uh, Put it to a minimal, they're gonna be counseling. You can get on the phone, the county has resources. Uh, there are free resources. Many people's jobs have uh, those. Um, uh, you can visit with a counselor. You can talk with a counselor free of charge. Uh, take advantage of that stuff now, okay? You got to keep your mind right. You got to keep your body strong. You got to keep your family's mind right and your family's body strong. You got to pray and stay engaged and stay positive because this is going to last for a while, folks. This is not going to go away next week or the week after. We're going to be locked in probably for about a month whether it's uh, uh, curfews, like in some states, or whether it is mandatory, whatever it is, it's going to be something you have to be mindful of. So pace yourself and take care of yourself. That's my podcast for today. Look, this is Women's History Month. We've forgotten about that now. Every event I had has been canceled. Uh, The podcast that I had set up with a number of amazing guests have been canceled till we can reschedule because we can't get to each other. And I really don't like taping the podcast online um, or on the phone because the quality is not as good as when we're actually sitting down talking. And I always want you guys to have good quality. Uh, That's important to me. This podcast does well. It's popular. We are uh, one of the top podcasts on uh, Apple. And so I really want to make sure that your quality is good. But let me end with this and just say we will get through this. We are Americans. We rise up when everything else falls down around us. We are uh, the original patriots. We know how to forge our way through. If Washington's troops can march through Valley Forge with no shoes on, if they can defeat a king, if we can get through the Civil War and World War II and save the world from fascism and, and Nazism and do all we've done, we are invincible. We are Americans. But this virus is an enemy, much like an enemy that attacked us on 9-11. It is an invisible enemy. It is an enemy that's deadly. But we must fight this enemy. We must support our healthcare workers, our first responders who are true heroes, who are literally risking their lives now because they're out of masks. Uh, if they have masks, I know we have some. I'm going to call up uh, one of the administrators at Inova Loudon that I know and see if I can donate what I have, um, you know, we're, we're kind of a prepper family, so we keep things. And I want to know what I can do to help uh, these nurses and doctors to have what they need. Um, and uh, whether that's resources, uh, give to your local food bank. We've done that. We're going to put together some food items and take them over to the church. Folks, we're all going to have to pitch in and help each other because the least of these among us are going to really get hit hard. The least of these are going to get hard. So we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this together. Um, this is a moment we're in. This is a global moment. This is a test from God Almighty himself. I believe that the test of who we are and who we're going to be. I started my podcast a week and a half ago when I did the first one about the coronavirus. And I said, we're in a moment. And this is a moment that's going to test us. And it's going to determine who I am as a human being and who you are. So ask yourself that question every day. Who do I want to be? And how am I going to show up? 
Do not be the person that says something is happening to me. Instead, be a person that says, I'm going to happen to this virus. I'm going to beat this virus. I'm going to be a good neighbor, a good friend, a good daughter, a mother, father, sister, brother, cousin. I'm going to check on people. I'm going to be the one that runs the errand so that the older people in my community or home don't have to do it. Be safe out there. Protect yourself. Every day you should be taking vitamins, supplements, drinking um, anything that has high antioxidant content. Green tea is great. Lemons and limes. Ancient lemons, limes, and oranges have been used since time immortal uh, in times of pestilence or disease or virus because they're, the vitamin C naturally help build the immune system. So uh, there's an amazing opportunity here for us to show up and to a shift and change as human beings. Uh, perhaps you were working too hard. Perhaps you didn't pay attention to your wife, your kids, or your, or your husband and your kids, and uh, you neglected some things because you're always working. Well, this is a time to slow down, to reflect, to realign, to restore, to rebuild your relationships. Let's take advantage of this time and do good with it. We will get through this. That's my word today for Thursday thoughts. You can listen to this on Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm going to try to uh, get some of those guests back if I can. But again, I want good quality uh, podcasts. And sometimes the people on the other end, as you know, their connection's not so great. So we're working on that. But we will reschedule guests. Till then, you're stuck with me. And I'm going to do my best to get on here every week, a couple times a week to encourage you. God bless you and keep you. God bless the United States of America.